Hello, and welcome to our podcast, What Makes Them Tip, innovations that changed everything, where we hear from business leaders and entrepreneurs about the moment, insight, or inspiration that made everything possible, and ultimately push them over the tipping point. I'm Mike Strada, founder and CEO of Arcalea, where we inspire business change by introducing data science, formal analytics, and provide implementation from marketing. Moneyball for growth-oriented businesses, we say success is now a science. Stay with us, and at the end of the show, we'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest-growing podcasts in the industry. And with that, let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of What Makes Them Tip, Entrepreneurial Innovations That Changed Everything. I'm your host, Timmy Bauer, and my guest today is Tushar Garg, the founder and CEO of Excelicon, and I am going to let him explain what his company does. <laughs> uh, Timothy, thank you so much for, for having me here on this podcast, and uh, thank you, everyone, for, for giving, me your, giving me your year for a few minutes. Uh, my name is Tushar Garg. I'm the CEO and founder of Excelicon. Uh, I started the company in 2011. Uh, we are a company that is a truly uh, founded in the belief that we want to be there for those that need the help when they need need, need it the most, and that yeah. it goes across how how we do our business, if you will. Um, we serve DHS, a Homeland Security. We serve FEMA, uh, DHS head, headquarters. We also serve HHS centers of Medicaid and Medicaid. Um, in the past, we've served uh, HUD and some other uh, missions that truly cut through and, and provide assistance, whether it's shelter, food, housing, and those programs that are mission critical and, and essential to those that need the help. And we do it through uh, efficient and agile program project management work, cybersecurity governance, which includes DevSecOps, as well as training. Because if our federal employees are trained and they have the right information, they can be that much more effective in providing the work and the services to those uh, taxpayers, and not just the taxpayers, but those individuals living in this country that make our lives better. So uh, Excelicon truly believes that um, in order to do this, uh, we need to ourselves believe in missions that are there for the people living in this country. Awesome. So Tushar, tell me the origin story of your company. You, what year did you say it was founded? <laughs> uh, we started in 2011. Got it. Uh, the origin story really is, uh, it goes back to um, my first child uh, at her uh, baby shower. My wife was seven months pregnant. And um, uh, I looked over at my then business, business partner uh, that I started the comp, comp my, the company with, who's uh, no longer here. But um uh, I looked at him and I said, you know, what are we doing, man? And, and, and we both kind of were, you know, kind of connected in the fact that uh, we wanted to give our clients the opportunity to gain solutions, to gain innovation, uh, to gain agility through creative ideas. Through the yeah, what, what were you guys doing before? Uh, I, I worked for a small firm in DC, uh, doing similar work, but I was, I was, I was part of, uh, part of that, that company. He was yeah. working for another larger, larger company. But what we felt is that our clients were getting boxed in a little bit too much into, um, into a certain mold. So it was almost like a square peg round hole issue. Right. And we wanted to give our clients the ability to really get to where they needed to get to, um, in, in the most efficient way possible. 
What do you um, mean they were getting boxed in? What do you mean so get to where they're trying to get to? In our in our industry, and I'm pretty sure there may be some other services uh, industries out, you know, um, CEOs out there. the The world is shifting. Uh, it is it is it is no longer a a, a, a linear approach, right? And so when I say boxed in, it was we have to follow this process, and that's all that we know. Yeah. There wasn't the ability to say, let's break the process. Uh, in in other words, in, in in today's world, agile. Let's go agile. Let's break the, the process and let's start getting small in small results out of small information, out of small data, and then we can make informed decisions on how to get you to where you need to get to. Number one, number two, no one client is the same, right? Our services may be in the same lane, but no one client is the same. Everyone need everyone's need is a little bit different, and you have to be able to provide a, a, a methodology, a, a solution that is going to account for those changes. You have to be able to shift and pivot as and when needed. Um, the perfect example is FEMA. Um, we always call ourselves FEMA flex flexible. You don't know the disaster result. You don't know how much recovery is going to be needed. You don't know how much response will be needed. But that's only one part of FEMA. The other part is the preparedness right? You have all these state and local jurisdictions that come for grants to help uh, prepare firefighters, police stations, uh, ambulances, hospitals on grants to prepare them to get ahead of disasters when happen. But you have to be flexible because not not each jurisdiction is is the same. A region out in California is very different than a region out in Wyoming. Um, Same thing with, 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 you know, the past HUD assistance, same thing with housing. Yeah. So, so continue. How did this lead you to starting your own company? Yeah. So I actually ended up getting a call from someone that I knew at a commercial client and they were, they were having some issues um, because they said their, their current con- contractor just didn't understand what they, what they were looking for. So mm-hmm. if I could come and help and I said, sure, you know, and, and that was the contract in hand. And that was my, my launching pad, if you will, at the baby shower, which I said, Hey, <laughs> hey, honey, I'm quitting my job. I'm going to start a company. You and said this please, at the baby shower? <laughs> I said this at the baby shower. And I said, you know, please, please don't, please don't leave me. You know, I'm, 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 it's going to be okay. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm, that's just, you know, that's just the way I felt I had to do it, which is just take, take, take the leap, you know, jump off the cliff and, and let's see what happens. But uh, how much prep up, did she have that you were taking this leap? About the breath before I said it. So <laughs> how, <laughs> right? how old were you? I was, uh, let's see, 2011. So I was about, uh, I was 29, 29, okay. 28, 29. Okay. Uh, right. Take and, it? Uh, at first she was, okay, I'm going to throw you off this balcony. And then she was like, no, I understand. Okay. I get it. And it, very, very supportive. And, and, you know, I, I have to say that I could not be where I am today or do what I'm doing, doing today without the support of my family. Uh, I mean, um, it's not just the CEOs. If you ask any CEO out, out there, uh, who, who has, who has that, they will tell you that it takes a lot of sac- sacrifice by the family itself to be able to do yeah. what we do. Um, yeah. there's, it, it's a lot of risk. It's a lot of unknown, but yes, you know, so, uh, I, I have, I have to give, give them all a lot of credit, credit for it. But yeah, that was the, the, uh, contract in hand that I had. And I went in and the, really the first thing that, I did was not worry about um, the immediate client. Oh my God, your, your, your hair's on fire. Okay. I was like, calm down, relax, tell me what's going on, but really understand the, the core principles of what was going on, understand the mission 
of that organization to understand what are what's their purpose. Because only when you understand the mission and the purpose, why are you here, can you come up with the solutions that truly meet the mission need. And yeah. that's how we got to solve that problem. So when when that contract what was, was their what was their problem? How much can you on, tell me? I can I can tell you the the issue is um, transparency and the issue was compliance. And when you have a reg, reg, a regulatory agency that wants certain information, it's not because they're trying to say, "Aha, got you." That's not their that's not their charter. They're tr- they're there to make sure that you are you are truly serving the purpose of why you're saying you're there. And so if you are, be just be transparent, create the right reports, show them the information and move on. And that's all that's all we did. Um, I think that there's this 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 misconception that agencies are out to get you. They're not there to get you. They really are there to help you. And if you are truly transparent, they're there there to fully help you. At, at least that's in my experience. And that's that's what we what we followed. So tell me some of the unique ways that your company approaches the market. Absolutely. Um, so first off, uh, we have a, 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 a very simple decision matrix when it comes to our clients, when it comes to the market, comes to industry, opportunities, all of that. Um, we firmly believe that any decision we make is a triangle that's basically balancing on a little, little needle. And each point, which is our team, our clients, and ourselves, any decision we make has to be right for all three points. And that's how we maintain the balance. You may be able to get away with uh, uh, doing something that's not in that matrix once, maybe twice, but that's not a, sus- a sustainable option. In order for us to get to the right place, it has to be right for all three. And that's what we followed since 2011 to now. The reason why we are where we are is because we have not swayed from that belief, right? Uh, we've also not swayed from our very core philosophy that we only want to get behind missions that are beneficial to the people that need it. Um, you know, not every dollar is a good dollar. Um, we have said no to contracts because we knew we could not support that mission or that that you know agency, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it really comes down to sticking to those core core beliefs, uh, sticking to what makes you really want to wake up in the morning and do it right and that's and that to us is 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 extremely important it's our integrity our honesty and transparency um, both internally and externally since 2011 how has your company innovated uh yeah so since 2011 when we started uh we we started down the traditional uh, it services path um you know you, you get it you get into it and whatever else um since then, we have coupled our IT services with more of the agile management. Uh, I know a lot of folks are saying, well, that, that isn't new. Uh, it is in a way because it's not just client management. It's internal management. It's our internal philosophy on how we handle client issues, employee issues, so on and so forth. Um, from a technology side, we've gotten into the machine learning AI space, and that's all fine. But to me, the the innovation is in how we uh, are uh, imp- implementing our man- management beliefs, how we are uh, truly looking at mission first, 
and then anything else, right? Programs fall under mission. So you have to believe in that mission. You have to go after that, that mission and be able to shift and pivot. Every four years, there's a change. Every two years, there's a change in the House and Senate. Every four years, regardless of who's president, first term, second term, there's always a shift in agendas. How, how do you maneuver those, those changes? And that's how- How do you I, maneuver those changes? Honestly, it, it, it's being prepared. It is about understanding the uh, priorities beforehand. Um, a lot of times com- companies wait you know, for the budget to drop or wait for priorities to actually come out from the Speaker of the House or from hearing it at the news or, or they'll make assumptions. Like for example, with this ad- administration coming in, there are certain assumptions companies are already making. It's just about playing out those those you know scenarios, if you will, and truly having those plans in place, plan A through plan E or D or whatever the heck it is that you want to do, right? So mm-hmm. so so doing that. But again, um, I come back to the fact fact that regardless of who it is, you have to be able to maneuver those with your with your core core beliefs. And maneuvering those means uh, relying on your in- instinct number one, relying on the information, but also being able to have uh, close partners close allies that that are okay to share information with so that way you guys can tackle things together um how how big is your team and how much time like how do you how do you allocate the investment of like researching the agendas and trying to prepare yourself Absolutely. So um, Excelicon right now, we are uh, a total of 85, uh, 85 resources, uh, mostly full, full-time, some, some 10, 1099 subcontractors. Um, our allocation is, is really 90% delivery. I mean, that's, that's just, that's just it, is, it is what it is. We have to focus on client uh, delivery. But to your, to your ask about research and, and so on and so forth, we have probably around five to seven percent of our staff looking at research and development and business development and the capture of information solely Mm -hmm. the vast intel however is coming from our client delivery folks they are the boots on the ground they're the ones closest to what's going on there so any kind of changes coming up any kind of um even a a hint of what might be going on that's where we get the intel from and we have to decipher what's right you know what what's what what do we want to move on? What what is action, actionable? And that just comes over time. There's no magic bullet. There's no silver bullet that says, okay, that's it. Let's actually move on. Um, it just comes from from being in it, understanding it, seeing it, you know, and just and just being around it. Yeah, Tashar, let's key in on the tipping point of success mm-hmm. for your company. What Absolutely. tipped it for you? So I would say the most, um, uh, well, first was the, the, as I mentioned, the risk of even taking the leap, right? Um, yeah. I would say that the tipping point really came um, in 2014, but it, it didn't really come together and culminate until 2017. Um, okay. So I started at FEMA in 2012, and I, I was there for a couple of years, 2014, I met my now business partner, Mr. John Lever. He had a company called the, the Lever Group. And one of the aspects that I learned from him, and it was really about how to be there and communicate with the client as, as they, not, not with what they want to hear, but what they need to hear, yeah. number one. And yeah. we just started growing a really strong bond and, and so on and so forth and, and really started to work together both from what he brought to the table, which was much more on the financial and the management side 
versus what I was doing, which was a little bit more tech heavy. And in 2017, um, we sat down with now our uh, chair of the board of advisors, Mr. Ron Castleman, who used to be the director for uh, the Texas region of FEMA and also the number two or number three at FEMA, very high up, who's now an advisor to us. And we, we, we kind of look, looked, looked at him and we said, hey, the two different houses don't work. We need to move in together. How do we do this? And we kind of worked out that, that road, roadmap. So, when, so that tipping point actually happened end of 2017, where I decided to do an asset purchase and I bought the Lever Group. And we became a one unit. So what happened was very simple. Again, that decision matrix, it was the right thing for our clients. It was the right thing for our resources and the right thing for us. We were able to provide the value to the client under one company. So they could come to us and have a one-stop shop for all the services they they needed, um, which were critical to their missions. So they didn't have to have to go to two different places. It was all under one. What, what this also brought was the strength of the companies together. So now you had everybody working in harmony to provide that mission support. And, and that really was, was that tipping point because we went from, I want to say 17 or 20 employees back in January of 2018. Yeah. We were about a three or three and a half million dollar, dollar company. We ended up 2018 with a 350% growth. We finished 2019 with high double-digit growth, and we just finished 2020 with another double-digit growth. And we were able to—we didn't have to go and seek people; people were coming to us to work. Why? Why? Why are you growing so much? Um, we are hyper-focused on uh, the quality of our work, and just as it says behind us, Excelicon is really excellence in consulting. Um, our name actually came from that phrase. We were—we were looking to for a name and the name, you know, we, we kept saying we're looking for excellence in, in this, in, in, you know, <laughs> in providing services. And we said, yeah, Excelicon, that's it. But, but really it's that's just good names. I appreciate it. Yeah. But it's, but it's focused on that. And yeah. to be honest with you, we have not done a lot of business development. All of our growth has been organic word of mouth. You need to bring them on board now type of, you know, uh-huh. op, that's op, great. Yeah. Opportunities. And and that's that's just that's that's just helped us explode that you know um, core belief, if you will, and, yeah. and that's what clients are grav- gravitating to because it's about the integrity, the honesty, and the transparency, and that's that's what we are providing to our clients. Tushar, what do you hope listeners will get out of this episode? Uh, entrepreneurs who are listening, you know. Um, so I come from a sports a sports back, background. As I was saying, I, I was born in India. I moved moved to Florida. I played at ball ball and I played tennis and with the hopes of going pro. Got hurt and all that stuff. But in 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 the course of that, even playing at in at the Division One college level, um, it's a grind. It's a grind, and it is the um, true belief of doing the right thing. Right. Um, a lot of times entrepreneurs that I have met have this notion, I'm just going to go out there, get into consulting or get into whatever environment, and it's just going to happen. It's a grind. And even then, when you do the right thing, you get the opportunity to decide whether you want to take it or not. And my, um, you know, I, all, all, all I can tell whoever's listening is um, stay true to your beliefs, stay true to the process, stay true to the journey. Because 
that's what's going to get you the opportunity to decide whether you want to take it or not. And it's going to help you make it or not. Um, you know, it's that perseverance. It's that not taking no for an answer, you know, just keep driving and, and stay disciplined and stay humble because life has a way of of really whacking you and bringing you down as soon as you think you're flying high. So yes, it sure does as yeah. an entrepreneur. <laughs> exactly. It does. I mean, you know, as I'm, you know, you, you just, you just, you just have to understand today was a, was, was a great day. Take it, love it, appreciate it. And then next day it's brand new. you have no idea what's coming, but yep. you know, so you just, you just got to, got to keep on staying, staying, you know, true to it. Yep. Um, and, and the last thing I will say is just be honest. Be honest, honest with yourselves and be honest about what you want to do and how you want to do it. Because um, yeah. that's that's what is going to make you shine. And that's what your audience and, and your customers are going to gravitate towards. Love it. How can listeners connect with you? Uh, absolutely. My email is my first and last name is tushar.garg at excelicon.com. Um, you can look us up, um, and my, my, my number, my email, every, everything is on there. It's, it's open. If there's any, any questions at all, anything I can do to help answer for, further or be part of, um, I'm open. I'm, uh, we're, we are, we are here. We've actually, uh, uh, really quickly, we have started a small, um, incubator program where we're bringing in very small micro businesses so we can help them grow the right way. Um, we are basically providing them all the back back office services. So that way they don't have to worry, worry, you know, worry, worry about it. But we're also sharing our warts and bruises and, and, and scars, if you will. So that way, whoever wants in can understand, um, okay, this is what I should do, or this is what I can learn from, from your experience. And, and I can decide what makes sense, sense for me. Love it. Tashar, thank you for being on the show. Absolutely, Timothy. Thank you. And I, I appreciate the, the time again. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to our show, What Makes Them Tip, innovations that changed everything. If you're an entrepreneurial leader and you'd like to share the inspiration that changed everything in your business or venture, please visit arkalea.com slash guest and a small request. If you've liked this interview, please help us out by sharing this episode with a friend or on social with the hashtag Arkalea. You can also help us out right now by providing a review in your podcast player and a thumbs up or rating review would help a ton. We promise to read every word and it helps us improve a little bit each day. And while you're at it, please also subscribe because every week you're going to be inspired and learn from other leaders in bite-sized increments. Again, my name is Mike Strada. Let's connect either on social or stay up to date on all things business at arcalea.com. Thanks again for listening and thank you for being part of the over 99% of America's firms that make up the entrepreneurial community. Until next time.